Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of All Things Urticaria. My name is Marcus, Marcus Maurer. I'm here at the UCARE at Charité, UCARE the Uticaria Center of Reference and Excellence. This is a UCARE podcast, and it is a very special one, and I'm very, very happy to have Cassandra with me today. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, Marcus. Look, so far, all of our episodes have featured healthcare professionals from all over the world, but we never heard the patient's voice. You are a patient, and I'm so happy that you're taking the time to tell us something about your experience with urticaria and also your experience with us, your physicians, treating you and your urticaria. Uh, let's jump right in, Cassandra. You have urticaria and you, you've had it for quite some time. Do share with us how this all started and what your experience was uh, at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me on. Um, so I've had urticaria, or at least um, that is what we believe, uh, since I was about nine years old. Um, I think my early experiences were simply, you know, suddenly breaking out in wheels or hives all over my body and also having swellings. Um, and my parents at the time had no idea what was happening. Um, and, you know, my, my not so fond memories, of course, are just sitting in ice baths while my parents frantically called hospitals to try and figure out, you know, what is it that I was reacting to. Um, so, sorry. Horrible. Cassandra, yeah. ice bath? Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want to share with us how old you are now, just so people have an idea how, how long this has been going on for you? Yeah, of course. So now I am 34. Okay. Um, so it's been quite some time. Mamma um, mia. Okay. Okay. And and then how did you find out what, what this was all about? Um, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it was a bit of self-diagnosis, um, at least, you know, when I was nine. And then once I kind of started having these symptoms, uh, you know, I spent many years in and out of hospitals trying to figure out what was causing these outbreaks, what was causing the swellings. Um, what I also kind of saw growing up is that I would actually have dormant periods for like five to six years before suddenly flaring up again. Mm -hmm. um, so that also added a bit to the mystery uh, and to the complexity of figuring out what the heck was going on. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, visiting lots of doctors, we never really got a concrete answer. Uh, so it wasn't until I would say, you know, even my late twenties um, that I kind of stumbled across urticaria online, uh, and you know, essentially self-diagnosed and realized, you know, this is exactly what I've been experiencing and going through. So, so you didn't have a diagnosis, a name for this for many, many years. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I am. <laughs> uh, you can ask anyone who knows me, and especially my colleagues at work. I am definitely a type A. Uh, I am very kind of, I like to be in control. I like to plan. And I think uh, urticaria definitely threw me through a loop personally, um, as it was something I had zero control over. And I think that was probably one of the most frustrating and anxiety inducing 
you know, factors to having this was that I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea how to control the outbreaks or to how to kind of like minimize them. Uh, and I also had no insight coming in from physicians at the time. Wow, that, that's very interesting. So you had no treatment and essentially no guidance either on how to deal with this. Exactly. So um, I was constantly kind of given different allergy tests. Uh, you know, I would either, if I was in a period of having urticaria or flare up, I would of course react to everything in the test. <laughs> if I was in a dormant stage, I didn't react to anything in the test. Um, so that confused a lot of individuals, including myself, obviously. Um, you know, it was always kind of histamines being diagnosed or antihistamines, excuse me. Um, and, uh, you know, in really kind of horrible situations where I had swellings, uh, especially within the face and the lips, um, then I was kind of usually just given uh, cortisone. So I've been taking cortisone since I was nine years old, uh, which is also probably not the greatest. Mm, yeah, for sure. And you know, you have now you know chronic spontaneous urticaria. Um, what did this unpredictable unpredictability, this unplanability of life? What what does that mean for you, or what did it mean for you? Mm, anxiety, stress. Mm. Um, like I said, I like to be able to predict somewhat. I like to be in control. Um, I think, you know, uh, when I didn't know really what was going on and, you know, we simply thought, okay, maybe it's triggered by different foods or, um, you know, different clothing articles. I went through a phase in my early twenties where, you know, I was limiting very much what I was eating, you know, some days just crackers and water because I was terrified that something would trigger a swelling or hives to break out on my body. So yeah, um, very much stressful. Mm. When did this change and how did it change? What helped you get control? Do you have control now over the disease? No, <laughs> I think that um, learning what it was, was one sense of control for sure. So I think it was kind of like, a sigh of relief that, you know, I wasn't losing my mind. I wasn't the only one, you know, with these symptoms. Uh, and it was kind of, yeah, you know, misery loves company, I guess. So it was good to know that there were others out there who were unfortunately experiencing the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, in recently, I think it's only been a year now, um, less than a year that I've actually started actual treatments with Chavate, which is fantastic. Um, that was obviously, you know, another sense of control, but I think um, it's limiting and you still never know, uh, you know, when can I ever stop this treatment possibly, or, you know, will this treatment last forever? And if I still continue to get hives or swellings in between the treatment, you know, what does that mean? And, yeah. and my lost cause, so, yeah. Did it help you to talk? Did, well, did you talk to other patients? How did you do this? What did you find uh, this did with you? Did it help you? Did it uh, maybe not help you? Um, no, I think it definitely helps. So uh, there's this lovely new social media app called Clubhouse. Uh, and it was actually through there that I also found other urticaria patients. Um, and I think you know, as with any kind of underrepresented group or, you know, when you have a shared identity or experience, 
uh, it's always kind of a sense of relief and some kind of sense of healing to connect with others on that topic. So there were lots of tears shed, but I think it was just kind of, you know, a sigh of relief to be able to connect with others on this kind of shared experience, which can be really, really hard to express. Um, I'm sure that, you know, maybe even as a physician who isn't going through it themselves, it's probably really tough sometimes for you to understand what exactly the patient is going through. Yeah. No, I understand. And you know that we still, although things are changing, do not have big patient organizations uh, like we have for other very common diseases uh, in the field of urticaria. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe social media and what, what you, the experience that you're sharing is really changing that because this is how you can connect. Um, so that is very interesting. The, I have uh, I have so many questions for you, Cassandra. Um, what one of them is on us physicians? You've mm -hmm. you've experienced uh, many physicians during your uh, your Ticaria life. Um, what what is your? Give us some tips. What should, what should we be doing better? Um, I think uh, you know. Stay open to the fact that I truly believe that, you know, every individual patient or any, every individual human knows their body best. Uh, obviously, I am not a physician myself. Uh, you know, I am not a doctor. I do not have that expertise in any shape or form. However, I think, you know, I am very aware of my body. I've lived in it for this many years so far. And, you know, I think sometimes uh, what I experienced was just kind of quick dismissals or, oh yeah, you know, whatever, I hear you, but trust me, it's just an allergic reaction. Um, you know, and even, I think that also tends to have an effect mentally on patients who are constantly told it's fine, it's nothing, but you know, kind of deep down inside, something's not right, you know, and I can feel it, but there's nobody here that's helping or paying attention. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's very real. Hey, you talked about social media. Are you using an app? Would an app help you? Have you tried that? Uh, an app for Just connecting to, with others? No, connecting with others, but maybe also to keep track of uh, how well this is under control or your medication or triggers or, or uh, like a um, manage my urticaria yeah. app. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm not using an app. I'm not aware of any. Um, if there is a great one you can recommend, like definitely let me know. Uh, I think I'm very old school in that I just use journals or, you know, um, yeah. printed calendars. Uh, yeah, but which, you do do that. You do yeah. do that. So you keep the, <laughs> what do you do? You keep the urticaria activity score or what, what? Is there anything that has been recommended to you that you found helpful for you? Um, yeah, exactly. I think especially since I started, uh, you know, my latest treatment, uh, I was advised to just kind of track, you know, in between the treatments, do I continue to have wheels or any outbreaks? And if so, what is the score? And do I still, you know, experience swellings? Um, so I just like to see that on the calendar. Is there a pattern right now? No, <laughs> but I think I'm also used to that. So that's okay for the time being. Yeah, and you, you said one more thing that I found very interesting that you're essentially self-diagnosed by yeah. 
uh, I'm going to assume things that you read on the internet. Yeah. Where, where did you go? What was helpful? Or how do you, in general, now, now that you've had so many years of experience with this disease, and I'm sure also yeah. uh, are still going there to see, is there anything new? Where do you go? What do you, what, how do you experience this whole, um, let me see what this is from the internet? Uh, yeah, I know it's tricky, right? Um, honestly, Google, <laughs> uh, that is what I used. I have to be especially careful and, you know, my family and my partner are always like, please do not look anything up on the internet because I, you know, I, I don't know if this is from the urticaria and the years of having it, but I have like, especially high anxiety around, you know, medical symptoms, whatever they may be. Um, so it's always like a hit or miss, like, do I search for this or do I not search for this? But, um, yeah, when I initially kind of like self-diagnosed, it was literally Google. So just kind of Googling, oh my God, I have hives every so often, you know, just Googling random search terms. And I happened across, um, I don't even know if it exists anymore, but it was, I think somebody's blog who had kind of created a little bit of a safe space for others with the same symptoms. And, um, and there, that's when I first ran across the term urticaria, chronic okay. urticaria. And, yeah. and, and so it sounds like it was hit or miss for you, but you know, if you, if you could make us provide information on the internet, how, how yeah. would this best be done? Would it be a good website or would you, uh, do, do videos to watch or what would be a good way for you as a patient um, to find good information? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think um, having some kind of source, you know, would be excellent, be it maybe perhaps a website. And I would honestly say maybe some kind of social media source. So like Instagram, uh, I mean, like the website would obviously appeal to, um, you know, older generations versus the gen said that is up and coming and they would probably search on Insta before they searched on Google, to be honest. Um, yeah. And so I think, you know, just kind of having that visibility, uh, and that transparency and maybe easily accessible resources, uh, would make it much easier for others to kind of understand like, Oh, maybe this is exactly what I have. And this is a term I can then bring to my position. Very good. Cassandra, you know that we still don't have a cure for your disease. We're working yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, but that we can uh, help many patients very well to get this under control and to be protected. Yeah. What, what are your expectations from um, good treatment? And, and what do you want to know from us physicians uh, on um, yeah, the strategy, the expectations? Um, what is important to communicate uh, to you as a patient? Man, I think um, this is going to sound depressing, but I think my bar is quite low. Uh, like I mentioned, it wasn't until last year that I was kind of like properly assessed and given proper treatment. Um, so I think my expectation would simply be making, you know, heightening the awareness and the transparency on this topic overall, and maybe just making it really clear, you know, kind of what treatments do exist, uh, you know, what has gone well versus what has not gone well, um, different kind of options and opportunities that, you know, patients or viewers may have when they discover that they themselves have chronic urticaria. I think moving forward, of course, it would be excellent to kind of have insight into 
you know, what's happening and, you know, how are we progressing with this? And, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing that there's even, you know, anyone looking into a cure. I, I personally just kind of thought, eh, this is something I'm living with for the rest of my life, to be honest. Um, so that's great. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I think that would also excite other patients, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we need to get the word out. You know, even, even yeah. today, we're doing lots of studies where we need to work with you, with patients, to, yeah. to find out how this disease works and, and, and also what works against this disease, how we can how we can control. Have you have you considered uh, participation in a clinical trial? Is that something that would be interesting for you? Um, you know, hearing that always sounds intimidating, but I think um, if it's something where the outcome is, you know, people understand this better uh, and we make some progression in it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my experience as well. That uh, especially. With chronic spontaneous urticaria, super frustrating disease. And if there's anything that can be done to change that, to help that, to improve, oh, yeah. find better solutions, um, yeah, we got to work together. Hey, yeah. Cassandra, our time is up. It's unbelievable. It just flew by. It was so <laughs> great to have you. Thank you so much. Hey, I have one last question for you. Yeah. Um, uh, if I um, were a genie, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, um, and you had three wishes. They have to do something with your ticaria. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would you wish for as a patient, for yourself, others? What are the three things that you want to see done? Um, I would love for it to be cured. Absolutely. That would be top of the list. Um, I think second option is a treatment that did not involve injections, uh, because I think your Takaria patients tend to have very high anxiety as is. Uh, and I can tell you that personally, when uh, I'm days away from knowing that I have to treat myself, I think I cry mm, probably every half hour just from the anxiety alone. Um, so I think, yeah, definitely some kind of holistic option or non-injection option would be fabulous. Um, the third one, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think um, I wish that there was just more awareness around the topic, to be quite honest, because I know what it felt like to kind of feel lost for so many years with such a kind of, you know, frustrating um, illness. And I really hope that, you know, anybody out there who has the same symptoms and is going through the same thing is able to kind of figure out what it is that they're dealing with in a much faster way. Thank you so much, Cassandra. Yeah. Those are three wonderful things that I also want to see come true. Actually, you know, the, the global network of urticaria centers of reference and excellence has the same aims. That, that's why we exist as a network and as centers to help patients get diagnosed early, uh, yeah. learn what this is all about, you know, and find solutions to get control of this. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's what we all try to do. All right. Definitely. Look, thank you so much for joining, uh, Cassandra. It was lovely to talk to you, and I wish you all the best. And uh, may this thing be gone soon and forever. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, and thanks to you and your team for everything that you do. Really appreciate it. Sure. Folks, this is all the time we have. We say thank you to Cassandra for yeah giving us the patient's voice. So important for us to learn. Um, the uh, 
expectations, uh, what works, what doesn't, and how we can improve our approach to chronic spontaneous and chronic inducible urticaria. Um, let's do this again sometime. Uh, we would love to have more of your ideas become topic of all things urticaria. So do let us know what you would like us to talk about. And uh, until our next episode, be well, stay safe. Bye-bye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.